We're going in three, two, one. Everybody to stuck in static. Hello, hello. Yes, sir. I am Hunter McMurtry. I'm joined here by the confidant Brady Wilson, or as oh. the French would say, Brady Wilson. So, oh, oui, oui, shalom. Oh, how did oh, that was a mixture of you Jewish nailed and that. French. I didn't know you did Thank French you. for so long. Uh, you don't know Yiddish. That people's sexy voice on the side. We are joined today by a very special guest, a man of many names. Uh-huh. Uh, yo, estoy Papi Hugo. Gianni Escobar, Pablo Versace. I mean, you are a legend amongst men. Everybody, our guest today is the one and only owner and distributor of Amazing Goods by the Silky Boys, everybody. Put your fucking hands together. Let's fucking get it. Welcome out here, Pierce. Glad to have you on the show, brother, man. Pierce Jones. Glad to what be a here. pleasure it is to have you here. My honor. It's a great shit, man. So, Pierce, we've in, in, introduced you now. So, we've said that you're part of Silky Boys and own Silky Boys, but we want to know what Silky Boys is. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Silky Boys is a lifestyle brand of mainly recycled fabrics, eco-conscious, and everything's pretty much vintage or all repurposed, upcycled. Uh, rarely do I have to like go to the fabric store and get any materials and things like that. So just digging through bins at Goodwill and running through grandma's attics, seeing whatever I'm dig out. What a what a quote! <laughs> running through the grandma attics, bro. I own some Silky Boys, and I'm a big fan. It's gotten girls to talk to me, which is rare. <laughs> Sorry, that was sad. No, Anyways, no, no, um, no, you're safe here. You're safe. Let's, let's say so. So, like, what kind of fabrics do you like to use for Silky Boys? Primarily do blanket hoodies, pants, just old fringe woven blankets. Rework those into sweatshirts, sleeping bags that turn into puffer vests and jackets, bucket hats. So you're not kidding. Everything is pretty much re redistributed and reused. Everything is made by hand, recycled with my grubby little fingers. Now, was this, was this the point in the beginning, or was it just the idea of, like, hey... Have you well? I guess let me ask you this: Have you always enjoyed, like, I guess, fashion? No. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> uh, so I kind of started the idea when I went to my first music festival. I've been touring, working food vending, and doing little renegade pop-ups for like five years. So whenever I went to my first festival, I was just like blown away at the fashion and okay. expression everyone had. It was just like everyone's dressed in some surrealist party clothes or dressed just super slutty. I'm with both. Freedom so, of speech, freedom of the body in yeah, that yeah. regard. You know and then mean? my homie just randomly one Christmas got me a sewing machine for absolutely no reason. So picked it up, figured I'd make some use out of it, and now it's I'm attached to it 10 hours a day. Oh, shit. Hustle and grinding, man. So so we're, 
did you how did you learn how to sup? A lot of trial and error, and then so it's not like anyone taught you. Uh, I was gonna say my friend's mom; she's been a seamstress her whole life and works like upscale alterations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when I was first getting started, I'd take stuff to her and she'd help me figure it out and use her machines because I was just garbage. It used to take me like That's exponentially longer to make anything I do now. We got a Thumbelina, not a Thumbelina. <laughs> yes, sir. Dude. It was the ill skin. please. I just wanted to explain how y'all's thing. God, Mike, it's, it's Pierce's time. Gosh, I don't know. Well, okay, so y'all are zone, music though. festivals kind of created that spark, and then you had the machine to do it. You know, you put the work in and everything like that. When did you first realize that, hey, I'm kind of vibing with this? Like, So I literally used to live in my homie's garage, and I just had a clothing rack of random shit I'd collected from Goodwill that I was just, like, going to wear myself. Or, like, I didn't even make clothes at first. I was just doing like thrifting and not even like vintage like t-shirts and stuff like that mm-hmm. just literally old women's blouses i thought looked fire that's and awesome. weird stuff like that and literally i had like a couple people just come through and buy stuff for like a hundred dollars i bought for two the same day and i was like so you were like yo there's there's a market like, for this oh shit this is gonna be fire so do you so with clothing then do you see everything as like possible fashion do you see like gender in clothing not really because hell yeah you won't catch me not in a skirt in the summer straight up but that's awesome so i guess you know you're saying that you didn't find at first you're like fuck this fashion not really that but like there wasn't like a knack for it and then it kind of just was a landslide effect as it kind of just started running in yeah exactly what made you kind of start looking at thrifting specifically was it because you would find that stuff and just throw it together and so i've always done that but then whenever i went to festivals and stuff i just i literally first one i went to quit my job next week and went to 20 in a row so that's i just i just knew i wanted to be involved uh, in that scene that was with uh hippie dips with hippie dips so like in hippie dips that's a vendor right yeah it's a food vendor we do all like lexington made right yeah it's based out of lexington shout out to hippie dips we do all the major east coast festivals and stuff like that i just knew i wanted to have my own situation not work for the same thing for that's wow so what were you doing before that i was just doing random serving jobs here and there and i absolutely cannot stand that anymore so that's crazy man doing like serving jobs along with this but i just couldn't like put as much into it as i want to so i quit my job like I can imagine how it is too when you have a passion, especially if it's like yeah. that, and you're still going back. To and that I had job. like yeah. the cushiest serving job, really open for like five hours, fifty mm. bucks a head. I literally do nothing, and even that amount of time there, I was pulling my hair out, just like this is ass. <laughs> oh, that didn't ass. tell you, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's done well. It's like I haven't had to honestly like change lifestyle habits at all. Pays all the bills, and when 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 was the situation to where you hit that kind of mark to where you're like, yo, this is paying the fucking bill. Yeah. Yeah. So I had like a storefront for a while and that, that was, was cool. Downtown, that's where I, wasn't it? Yeah, that's where I yeah. like really made my first studio and started making the custom stuff. And it was just getting to the point where literally it doesn't matter if like someone hit me up for it, I just make random stuff I was finding and it would literally sell in twenty minutes every time. Like I literally there's not a single thing on my Instagram page that just didn't sell almost immediately. Like, Which by the way, what is that Instagram page? Silky Boys. With an extra S. <sighs> Tried to holler at Silky Fire. Boys with one S and they, they're, they're not trying to give here. it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere someone has that and they're our enemy. Dude, I'm glad to see grinders in here, man. One thing I really love about Silky Boys, like I said, I bought clothing from you. I, everything, I, I still wear what you give me because, like I said, for some reason, girls talk to me and wear the weirdos. But, um, <laughs> fucking... 
everything you make is so creative and so just you can tell you put so much thought and heart into it. It's not just something you threw together like ah, I hope someone buys. Was this. it was it a tough time trying to find your niche, or did you kind of know right away? Yeah, it definitely was a bunch of trial and error stuff. So I made stuff that I look back now. I'm just like, damn, this is ass. Like, <laughs> What's can the I fix one that thing? for you? <laughs> I just want to throw that one in there. That was good. What's the one thing of all the clothing you've sewn together, made, everything? I would never give this to somebody. Honestly, I have like one thing that I've kept for myself for a long time, but I try to get rid of stuff as quick as possible. I like I already have my wardrobe basically where it's like just hand like it's literally just my clothes and stuff yeah. except like the coogies and all the other bougie crap I can't get rid of. Right, but so yeah, I literally you look I don't like, eh. I don't really hold on to anything or get too much Fair attached enough. to anything. I have like the one hoodie I have is like my aunt got me some fabric from Bali that's like for wedding ceremonies and yeah. it's just like gold and rainbow and just <laughs> that's dope as shit. Dummy, <laughs> that's dope as I'll never get it again. So right. Yeah, it's keep not going that. anywhere. Is there one that you think about that you made and you're like, you're just like, ugh, ugh. I can't I made that. Like, what was or is, my or is everyone kind of oh, that I hated? Yeah, yeah you hated. It. That's oh, what I should have said. Uh, like, nah, how fucked up now. was I when I made this? Yeah, I never truly think I like made just straight mids. <laughs> the uh, snickle fritz. Yeah, but I definitely like it. Used to be pretty change. To be honest, <laughs> uh, well, dude, it's gotten a lot. Now, it's gotten man. a lot more proper. You're a high class man. It's it, it blows my mind because I remember you know Michael Whalen. Shout out to Mike Whalen. I remember him coming to me with this sticker or something about Silky Boys. I think he ran into you maybe at a bar or something. And he was like, dude, they sell like male lingerie. <laughs> and I was like. Oh, so I think, yeah, that's what it was. I was like, the, my original <laughs> business card was the most ghetto thing was, you've ever it seen. A, it, it looked like a, a Vegas spandex, stripper right? like business card. It was me in a kimono and a banana hammock. <laughs> Like looking back with the dinosaur head on, showing straight ass, and the I think the the back was like it was a deer head. The deer head was your head. I thought it yeah, was, it was, a di- it was a dinosaur. Okay, I think yeah. it was like that was a dinosaur. Silky right. boys. So that was your ass. I saw. Yeah, that was my Bro, great, great were, ass. Those cheeks were oh, cold, yeah. dude. Yeah, I've got ass. a nice ass. That, that's twelve years of soccer yeah. ass. Right dude, about that's that. a that's a. If I was a bar stool, I'm jealous. Yeah, you know I mean. You what? If I didn't know if it, I got a well, fat back porch, you know what I'm saying? Hey, dude, I smoke sick on that one. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey Winston boy. I thought I had a good ass, and I saw that business card. I was like, God damn. Dude, I, <laughs> I used to trick these little dudes that worked at this sushi restaurant. I like was handing out those cards, and I was like, Yo, dog, you like that ass? And he was like, Oh yeah, who is that? And I was like, Call that number on the back. And he, and he sat there and was like, just bricked up. And then he fucking called me. I answered. I was like, Hola, papi. They were definitely back out, guys. Dude, I'm gifted and cursed with a great ass for a guy. And I'm not trying to glow. I don't glow much. How many times do I tell you, if you keep coming in this, making this about you and your fucking ass cheeks? All right, this is the last. We do this every podcast. Every pod. I'm sorry for the viewers. I get a lot of compliments from dudes on my ass, and I appreciate that. Some girls every now and then, like, you got a dumb trick. Thanks. But when I do compliments, I'm like, working on it. I always. I had a leg day four days this week. Thanks. I always thought dump truck was them roasting my ass. No, because I was always thing. like, you put trash in that. Oh, that's a good thing. No, that's a good thing. No, because it's so full of just mashed potatoes. So you're in the grind now, you know, recently, because I feel like you're doing stuff all the time, right? Like, Yeah, the pop-ups are becoming pretty frequent and stuff. I'm about to go to a 
festival in Florida this next weekend. Uh, it's a music festival, Branquility. It's a three-day music festival. So how does that process work? Do you just, is there like a vendor's license you got to obtain first? No, we actually got kind of clutched on this one. We didn't get in and then a friend of ours isn't using their booth. So we're just uh -huh. going to buy wristbands and go in there. But we're applying to a, a few other ones this year as well. But we just honestly either get accepted or if not, I just throw a pop-up in the campgrounds and sell shit out of that anyway. What pop-ups do you do in Lexington a lot? So you go, you do the Lexington House Massive. Oh, what What is that, by the way? At Horse and Jockey every Saturday, it is Lexington House Massive. It's six or seven. Horse and Jockey's a bar in town. Yeah, in uh, Cheapside Pavilion. Downtown. And, yeah, it's uh, six or seven guys that cycle through whoever plays every week or so. It's a good time. You got outdoor patio. Dude, they're good fellas right around yeah. the corner. That They've been is... doing it for like a few months now. I can't yeah. believe the DJ scene in there is awesome yeah but the area to move around in yeah it is just yeah. not big enough it's it, not big they enough. used to have like a dj outside as well yeah, but it's, but it's cold just as fuck. cold yeah. yeah and before it was just the upstairs patio which was stupid cramped it yeah dude it, it's almost like because the thing is i vibe with it so hard but i'm a big guy like i used to be the guy that was always diving yeah, room in the to pit crump. you know what i mean like, you're telling to, me but um we are going to take a quick break for a delightful <laughs> sponsor and we will be right back Pierce, I guess my biggest thing about talking to you is you downplay so much of, like, actually, recently I heard some shit about in hell of a sell to a, uh, an NFL player. You want to talk more about that one? Yeah, so I've sold a few things to um, Warren Peace. He's UK's DJ football Shout out basketball. to Warren fucking Peace. Cool Shout ass out. dude. And he just posted some stuff wearing uh, like one of my hoodie UK hoodies last week, and that's dope. Had Benny Snell hit me up on Instagram, another asking humble for ass fucking dude. Oh, Benny Snell, dude. Yeah, old so UK for, player. For people that don't know Benny Snell, he is the leading rusher of all time for Kentucky football. He's amazing. I'm a big fan. I'm he not he plays really. for um, who's he play for right now? He plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers now. So okay, so explain. So Benny Snell's hit you up. Yeah, I just saw Warren through, through Warren. Yeah, just saw his post on there and DM me asking what I had or whatever. And he, uh, I sent him like a UK football one I had, and then a Dale Earnhardt one. And surprisingly, picked the picked the Dale Earnhardt. Ain't <laughs> daddy's a lap ahead. Prize. Were you like shook when you saw that? So I'm not gonna lie, I'm not keep up with sports for anything. Yeah. But like, I even told my dad, I was like, "Do you know who this is?" He's like, hell yeah, I know who that is. What are you <laughs> talking about? Yeah, it's a big deal for Kentucky football fans. Yeah, he Man. was so badass when he played for Kentucky. Gosh, I I like had a, kind of a crush crush on him, like guy crush, horse crush. <laughs> All right, well we'll come back to that. I'm not fangirling. You're fangirling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. But yeah, where I just do this stuff at try to do this festival oriented. I just try to get stuff on like DJs or people performing there and stuff. Just get them in the clothes and then that just levels it up. Everybody else gets to see it on stage and stuff like that. It's literally what gets me off type shit. Dude, that one had a big yeah, did, did he did he do like a shout out or anything on his Instagram? Do you share uh, I told him literally just like yo, send me a picture so I can show pops or whatever. He wants to see it. Like, would, would you post that on yours? Would you be comfortable with like doing something like that? Uh I mean I'd probably ask him or whatever but I'm yeah. sure he wouldn't care oh dude no that's yeah, part of probably, the fucking it's, it's grind, for both of you you, know you gotta saying? do that shit bro like that would be massive yeah. yeah especially because you do so much like dope ass Kentucky gear yeah, that's literally like the most popular thing. I can't keep in stock or find any Dude, material for is the UK stuff. So I'm just literally scouring eBay, Facebook Marketplace, yard sales and stuff. Every now and then I find some good good stuff, but it's literally I either 
raffle it off so a bunch of people get a chance or it's just gone immediately. Yeah. Like, I'll How go, does like the, we were talking about, like, the house massive. I literally have people come up to me at the bar like, yeah, are you Silky Boys? I was like, yeah. He's like, you got anything on you? And I literally go to my car and, like, I show him pictures of what I got, walk to my car down the street and bring it back. And Is that that nuts? Do you, do you feel like you're kind of, like... That's literally my favorite thing is selling the clothes off my back. Like, we went to Lost Lands. I just dressed out three or four homies in the blanket hoodies. And, and they sold, love that we shit. We sold three of the four You specialize. Off Dude, I feel like you backs. kill it. Like, I feel like that is probably your number one selling... That's literally... I mean, I like doing other stuff as well, but that's just what I have. Can you explain the blanket hoodie real quick? Yes, yeah, so they're just, like... The woven blankets you see on your grandma's couch, like yeah. the fringe on the end, and I try to like incorporate that as much as possible. But they're just dummy, oversized, baggy, cozy, like literally the most. You could just fall Almost asleep. Like a drug it's like, it's like you're wearing a blanket, vibes. so you can just take a nap anywhere. It's comfortable yeah. as hell. Didn't you have one of your UK hoodies featured on the jumbotron during the UK Duke game? Yeah, uh, my what? friend. My Get friend, the yeah. fuck out my of friend sent me that in Las a little Vegas. video, and uh, they just saw him on the jumbotron. He was flexing it hard. It was awesome, dude. That's huge in Las Vegas. Duke North or Duke in UK, huge game, two rivals, and your fucking hoodies on the jumbotron. Yeah. Thousands of people saw that. Because that's unreal. How'd you hear about that? How did that even happen? Do you know? I literally, he, so, like I said, it's really hard to find the materials for it. Because, I mean, UK doesn't want to get rid of their UK stuff. They're going to, they're hoarders. Even if they are getting rid of it, they're going to tax on it. So, like, these blankets at this point are costing me, like, probably $40 to $60 a piece Mm -hmm. on eBay. And it takes two to to make one. So, like, you got to. Before I even touch it, it cost me 120 bucks or something like. I'm at this point they're going for like 250 just because half of that is material cost, the other half is labor. Yeah, this dude. Uh, and the rain is I told him I couldn't dude. find any, so he just like went on eBay himself and he brought them to me at my house. He was like, "Yo, so what are you gonna charge me to do this?" Like, I just spent 180 dollars on these two blankets, and I was like. Are you serious? Like I've never. I'm sorry you did that. <laughs> like I've never spent that much on anything. Like, bro, you don't have at all. Hustle, these I was motherfuckers? like, I was like, dude, I feel bad that you did that. So I'm just gonna charge you like bare minimum just to get it done. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm going to the Vegas game. I want to make sure I have it by then. So I just did it like that night. Brought it to him next day, and then one of his friends, I guess, took a video of it and sent it to me, and I was, I was gassed. It was cool. Dude, that's dope as fuck, man. That's huge publicity. Dude, we're kind of we're almost there, right? <laughs> <laughs> We got like three listeners. Yeah, my mom is spreading us like wildfire. You um, just need to get a camera and show a little more ass, dude. You're going to Florida, right? Branquility. It's in Swanee, Florida. It's my favorite music venue of all of them. Really? It's just the best setup. It's super mossy. Like, it's literally in the swamp with like. It sounds like mosquitoes there. paradise. It's, dude. Too, it's too cold for mosquitoes right now. <laughs> I don't know. You've but been Florida cut. That's, that's where Halloween's at. That's like one of my favorite festivals. Halloween's so it's going to be at the same venue as Halloween. It's a lot smaller scale, but I'm excited for it. Definitely going to do a bunch of thrifting down there. Florida's got some of the best like thrift shops. So I'm just going to load up the car, take do a trailer. Do you preload items before you go down there, or do you make them kind of there based um, on like. So normally, even at pop ups, I bring my sewing machine and do live sewing the whole time. Do you have like, a name for your sewing machine? Yeah, her name's Pearl. Pearl. <laughs> yes, I do. I feel Pearl's like there's a, bad a fucking. Bitch. I've Pearl's, seen Pearl in action. Pearl's a hussy, dude. She's a hussy. Do you, do you yeah. think is she like one of those girls where like you can settle down with, or is she? Wild? No, 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 no. She's literally no. covered in pink rhinestones and stickers head to toe. Dude, she's I can ratchet. never have her. She's, she's more man than you'll ever be, and more woman than you'll ever get. Let me yeah. say that exactly. How long has it been that you've been doing this? Uh, I've only been like actually sewing and making custom stuff for probably two years. 
before that, I was probably doing just the vintage resale and other stuff for a year, year and a half before that. But whenever COVID happened, I was just getting free money thrown at me. I'll do this or I don't. Like, there's so no better excuse to... Was COVID for you kind of like a, yo, I this is the time to do this? I was like, oh my Same. gosh, everything's closed. I get free money. Mm. No one's gone out in public. Yeah. I'm just going to rip and run it. Did you, like, get, like, a Art. shit ton of surplus during that? Just going ham, like, sewing? It? Or just were you kind of figuring out your craft? Yeah, it was a combination of that. I think during that point, I had uh, just gotten in like a sublease space in this thrift shop downtown. I was just working in my little AstroTurf palace up there, making Ooh. making weird shit and yeah, just refining it. But I've gotten a bunch of different machines since then, upgraded all of it. And I've got a couple uh, homies that have sent me like a bunch of really fire patterns that I don't have the patience to make myself. So, myself, COVID. so. It exploded during COVID. I remember that, man. Like, you were all over. I literally just had nothing but free time. Yeah. yeah. And I was tired of trapping. So, I, yeah. just, <laughs> I was just so exhausted of it. I, was, I literally trapped my ass off for, like, this, sewing literally got me, like, off drugs and stopped selling drugs. That's wild, Which man. is re- preposterous if what you had fucking... told me that in any other time. So that's, life, what, I'm, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, it's crazy. It's literally just like my legal hustle and I enjoy it way more and it's well, not so would you sketchy. Say that's like the best news ever. Would you say then like the hustle is probably the, the I guess the cure-all I almost feel like? Like when, does that make sense? It gives you that kind of path? Yeah, I've definitely never, like I mean, even out of high school, I didn't want to go, I know I didn't want to go to school. I yeah. used to hustle paintings and shit. That's why I did. Okay, so you were an artist before. Yeah, I did mainly graffiti and paintings, just sold them here and there, traded it for dabs, and, well, shit, and I remember, places I, to sleep. I remember Deuce's half the house. Time. Yeah, Deuce's house. house. I was like, yo, so can you just give me like a gram of dabs every day and let me sleep on your couch and I'll, <laughs> I'll, make, you, I'll make you a new painting? Like, yeah, that's a good deal. It's funny, me and Pierce met like a year after everyone graduated high school. We're all the same age. Tiverton? Yeah, Brady was like one of my first roommates at my first house outside of living with my parents. It was like the most grungy trap house we, some reason, picked in the <laughs> most white suburb in the world. Yeah, it was. We got raided like every month. And it was already <laughs> oh the point. God. It was already the point where like the same cops came every time. And like, they'd be hey like, guys. oh, yo, where's this couch and that TV that was here? And they're like, yeah. Like, what? He's like, yeah, you moved the furniture around. I'm like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> like, how do you so know that? Get out of my house. Well, tell me more about, so you guys are in the trap house in Tiverton. You guys, is that kind of where you really connected? You yeah. knew each other beforehand? You said you had a first thought about me. What was your first thought? Your calves are the size of fucking tree trunks. <sighs> Did you know? So you have the biggest there. calves Everyone I've ever seen in my life. Thank you. The legs are just. Did I, you know right there, man, you could date? I just knew I wanted to wear them as a necklace. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we had so, so many memories there. Such a good we we had some fun times there. It was a dark, nights. twisted time of seven it, dudes right, Kanye. and all tripping right. balls. <laughs> just oh, way too much. We with a lot no of supervision. The first, time, the first time oh Scoops God. ever tripped was with us at that house. Scoops. You know Scoops. Everyone else Scoops. There's a little Scoops. You know Scoops. Then we watched Jody Harler be born, which... You had oh, yeah, it. same night. We same night. I, I just like went downstairs, my chinchillas squeaked. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Oh my God. Google it, and I'm like, "Oh, that's sh- she got <coughs> she got pregnant." Yeah, you had two pet chinchillas. What were their names? Squabbit and Beans. <coughs> Squabbit and Beans, and they gave birth that night. Gave birth to Jody only, High Roller. Only one chinchilla survived. This shit Jody fit in a shot glass. It was crazy. Dude, it was there terrifying. was two. She killed one. She did. Yeah, I fell asleep. Half their body was out Sh- there. Shroom nap. We got McDonald's. <laughs> We got McDonald's breakfast and watched the birth of chinchillas happen. 
That was wild. It's an enlightening experience. It was life opening. I'll say that. <laughs> say the least. A walk away Pure from the said, like, no. <laughs> and y'all like, go no, down was for me. Yeah, it, was, it was wild. It was wild. Mary Mata. Oh, yeah. That, on the back of those cars, it was... Uh, it was like high-end and exotic recycled fabrics flexing anything your grandma would have get piped in back in the day. <laughs> just, just something heinous. But, so, you guys are bonding, doing your thing out there on the east end, the danger sort of town. No, it's not really. It's pretty much a nice neighborhood, I feel like, in general. It was a really nice neighborhood. We were just... Unfortunately, were y'all's the, the, the house where I feel like on the neighborhood, like the the parents told the kids to go on the other side of the sidewalk to continue skating. Dude, literally, when we got raided the last time, they tailgated across the street in their driveway. Oh, they it was really like did. it was literally like chairs. 15, 20 neighbors in lawn chairs, just like hooting and hollering, <laughs> like fucking thank God <laughs> you were getting them out of here. It you, was obscene. You thought they were watching a wrestling match. I got I got arrested in American flag boxers. It was literally like <laughs> oh a day God. or two after Fourth of July. I was just wearing these American flag boxers. I got to jail. They were all calling me Rocky and shit. The Guido, <laughs> the fucking American Guido. It was silly. It was awesome. That's fucking the, the neighbors. They really did. I swear they would across the street. Even before we got raided, they would just sit there in so, lawn chairs. So what were you Sunday like? Lunches. What were you like in high school? Were you the same kind of? Metro. No, I was a douche. Okay. What what is douche in your standards? I was just kind of a shitty asshole. At least you're honest. At least you're honest. Do you ever have a skateboard in your hand while you did that? Longboard. No. Longboard. Even worse. Yeah. We don't like to talk about old peers. We've evolved <laughs> exponentially. The red monster. So the festival scene kind of inspired all of this shit. You're talking about, you know, the freedom of expression of these areas. Right? Yeah, exactly. When I, I think that's really important. You know what I mean? That for you, like, where do you, where do you think that came from? Where do you think, like, do you, do you feel like you came from an area where you're like kind of controlled in an aspect or? Not necessarily. I just, whenever, like I said, I went to one and went to the rest of them for the full season. I was there for like a week and I was like, I want to do this shit for the rest of the foreseeable future. It was just Literally every weekend is the biggest party you've ever been to. You still so got, like you still have to work. Like I work my ass off. Like I'm under pretty much the owner. Like I'm his manager. Like one of his top managers. I work like anywhere from twelve to sixteen hours a day, and then still go party for the other eight afterwards, and then what, come back and do it again. Well, what do you mean though? Like when you say the owner, do you mean like? Or you say the owner as in, like, right now? or Yeah, the owner right now. Like, even when I go to festivals. Well, own, owner as in who, though? Like, what do you mean? Owner of Hippie Dips, right? Yeah, owner of Hippie oh, Dips. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. okay. Because yeah. So, you're like, I'm, you like, driving that. trucks and trailers and... So, are you vegetarian? Because they're all vegetarian, right? No, not at all. We be making Rubens and... Oh, shit. shit. Yeah, no. So, what is the what is the background of it's, Hippie Dips? So, I would call it a Panera for drug addicts. It's pretty <laughs> much smoothies, paninis... Uh, soups, salads, and just Hell, whatever whatever Sandlot crew we can throw together every weekend. And were you there that year, like right before they got shut down? Yeah. Okay, so you were in the back forty. With the last year, that yeah, it, like, like it got canceled. Yeah, yeah. So we set up like you guys were far back. We there. set up one of our two or three booths. I think we set up two of our three booths, and then we got the call like. Some little girl, eight-year-old girl came running up next to us. She's like, hey, so this just got canceled. And we're like, Psh, what do you know? 
We just finished <laughs> setting up our whole kitchen, like, shut up. And then oh, so you guys were already there. Oh, we were already there and had, like, most of everything set up. Like, did y'all see like, all the rain and everything? It was, yeah, it, it was bad? muddy as hell. Like, we still did about, everything. It just, like, they canceled it after we already had everything done, pretty much. So it wasn't we were, what they did to everybody. We were so pissed, dude. Like, they didn't reimburse anybody for no, anything. dude. Like, and that's what was so crazy about it is that, so what, what we're kind of talking about right now is that 2021, Bonner was supposed to come back. They moved it from, was it in, was it back in, did they have it in June? They moved it to September. No, it was automatically set in September, right? Essentially, it rained five days straight out there. You know what yeah. I mean? And it was just if swamped. they had had it out there, it would not been gonna lie. Like they couldn't have. I don't know if they could have had it next year because of how bad like all the grounds would have messed up. Oh my just God, ruined everything dude. for real. And okay, what's some of your favorite ones you've been to? So favorite ones to go to every year for sure. Summer camp. It's in. Uh, Chillicoth or right outside like Peoria, Illinois. Okay. And it's literally just the scuzziest, wookiest oh, festival Peoria, of all time. It's like Umphreys <laughs> yeah. three sets a day. Like it's super jam band jam heavy, band-y. but then they have like a bunch of other stuff. They've got a field day where it's just like hundreds of people come out to play dodgeball, tug of war, all this other shit, and like win the scamp trophy. And it's it's fun as hell. I regret missing that one. Summer camp? Yeah, I was supposed to go. And then Electric Forest for sure, just because they, Electric Force they, I've heard is, they literally blow a million dollars on making it the best high production I, festival I've heard. Out I've heard there. if you could go to any of them besides Bonnaroo, yeah. if you're looking for an actual experience, yeah. that is the one to go to. And they've got so much stuff other to do than music. Yeah. They've got like, I know one year they had, a, they had a full barber shop in there. They have like a... It's essentially put together by like the people that do those uh, escape rooms or whatever. But they have like like these riddles or puzzles you can solve throughout the entire forest that are like interactive. That you got to solve all these riddles and stuff. That. And then like, yeah, it's literally just insane how much thought they put when into it. When it's not just the shit like like because at Bonnaroo a lot of stuff happened midday. Yeah, or like like early morning. It was like. Yoga, learn how to decompose, yeah. you know what I mean, all this stuff. And my favorite thing is uh, Frick Frack Blackjack. So they go, is that Electric Forest? Yeah, it's a okay. forest, it's a hula, It's they bounce around, they go over West Coast, East Coast, but uh, it's Blackjack, but you gamble anything but money. So me and the homies, like, whenever we go thrifting, we just find That's all awesome. the weirdest things we can possibly get and save up, so, like... You're literally just betting for trinkets and other weird stuff that they already have. Or, like, you can just walk in there and not know what it is and, like, just pull crap out of your fanny pack. Like, you can literally bet just Sounds like the best random Super Santa stu- ever. It is it is so sick. You have no idea. Have you done, what would you pull out of there? Anything good? So, oh, yeah, I've gotten some gold out of there. And oh, last shit. time I was there, I literally, like... I have this little toy monkey I take to all my festivals that's wearing more gold than I am. Like, he's just iced out. And so there was, like, this little coat rack I wanted to get for him. So I brought, like, this 80s electric organ piano or whatever doubled up, like, four times because they just, like, were super possessive about it for no reason. <laughs> so, like, I doubled up and all this shit, and I've lost all of it. But, like, there's literally, like, you can get, I think last time I won a butt plug a track attached to a little <laughs> fake bonsai tree. Uh, I also won a double-ended butt plug attached by some, like, chain or whatever if you want to play tug-of-war with your assholes. like They have some weird, weird stuff they just pull out of the cut. It's it's hilarious. 
That's awesome. I'll sit there for hours. Like I'll miss music just to go feed my gambling addiction well, for toys. <laughs> well, I think that's what it's all about. Like to show people that like in these situations, yes, the music is extremely important. It, it's yeah. always fun. There's nothing better than there's nothing better than hanging out with people that know the same verses as much as you do. There's nothing better than headbanging with a random stranger and you hugging at the end of it because someone got a nose. Right. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's also a great moment to take people and distract them away from all the bullshit that they have outside of that and to bring them back to something as minute as, say, uh, it sounds like roulette of toys over there. And it, oh, and they have roulette tables too. They have roulette. <laughs> they got CeeLo where they'll try to scam your ass. Like I, so you got you got summer camp. Electric Force is there. Give me give me a couple more. We do Bonnaroo. Uh, we've done Govball in New York every now and then. Um, then we do a couple in Florida. We do it bounces around. Honestly, we have different shows every year new ones pop up and other ones don't have happen anymore there's not a lot of festivals that last like as long as Bonnaroo and everything like that some will only happen for three to five years and then is Bonnaroo not in your out. top five I honestly despise going to Bonnaroo no like, really why's that because it's, it's like you're under a magnifying glass of heat with like four trees thank in the you. whole place thank I've you I've heard and it's not three days seven years in it's a not row. three days it's four days it's, which is absurd well no it's actually it, it's seven if you go on Wednesday yeah and if you leave on fucking and then stay till Monday yeah it's, it's like a full week of hell it's like listen I did that shit from being 18 to to 25 and I'm not tooting my own horn, but because I had the master help me through this, my buddy Mike, and we do this together every year of seven years straight, seven-year veterans of this shit. And the thing is, dude, when you, when you get older, all I think about now is being a, a going to a place to shower and to sleep, you know what I mean? But at the same time, people call me and be like, hey, we've never been before. And they're like my age. They're like, you know, they're like, can you come with us this year? And I'm like, dude. I don't think y'all know how much, like, what camping is until you don't go to sleep until you just pass out. I remember I would just drink bourbon because the music was so fucking loud because Calliope would go until fucking the sunrise. And I would just be so tired, bro. But, like, my body's so wired from so everything. I, vibrating on the air mattress. Yes, dude. Like, and I think if my air mattress is flat at this point, it feels like a waterbed. And I'm just being bitten by ants the whole fucking night. So my calves are bleeding. You know what I mean? So, but here's here's the thing with all that stuff. If anyone's going to a festival, and Pierce, I feel like you, first off, go to all the pages that, like, like the Reddit and shit. Like, dude, you got to prep good for it. Good energy with you there. But at the same time, man, like, just be prepared. It's It's a different lifestyle. It's a different, like... Now you're doing this. What's what's the next move? Just pop up at festivals more instead of just doing local pop ups and mm -hmm. online stuff. Like I'm gonna get a website soon, but I'm mainly just doing customs through Instagram and stuff right now. And local labor, local revenue department hollered at me recently because of the Venmo traffic. So trying to no get, way. Yeah, so trying I'll to get out that. of that and either just make local stuff cash or actually get it proper and do it right but so i guess if if there's anything to those listening say in that field right what what would you give them what would you give these people that are like just expecting something to happen right away like like what, what do we do next 
You know what so, I mean? Like I've definitely had a struggle myself with like not putting too much pressure on doing shit too fast or growing too quickly, just letting it do it organically and at my own pace and I literally, even when I do so for 12 hours a day, I still got to smoke a cig every 20 minutes or go to play froff and take breaks every, all the time. I can't mm. just sit there and do it straight through. I sit like a velociraptor all day, hurts my back. Well, you're incredible. <laughs> you're an incredible froth player. I agree. I think it's just because you're really bad. You think I'm good. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. I've played froth with both of them. It's... Uh, it's a great bonding experience. Go ahead and attack me. <laughs> <laughs> Say how you feel about my frost seals. No, I, I tell you what, they because I don't I don't know you as well as Brady does, and but I tell you the, the times that I really met you was when we were out there playing froth, and dude, I I swear, you're you're fucking break like so Brady Brady is so smooth at just like just taking the situational. And making it hilarious, and then you have this fucking twist, like on words, like to where you'll find like a little, like a little needle in the haystack fucking idea, and you'll just take the whole conversation and put it in a direction I was not expecting. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like my friends, brain has little to no filter. You know what I mean? Like, like, but it, but it's in a way to where it's just like it, it resembles your creativity. Like you were cracking me up, and I think as a person where who does comedy and just is like kind of, I I have an inner monologue all the time. <coughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. have, like I don't worry about other people judging me because I'm always kind of judging myself in a regard. You know what I mean? With my like, I don't know if you deal with that, but like I'm kind of like heavily. I am my own worst enemy. Yes, dude. Yes. In every regard. So like when I when I find someone that kind of even just makes me kind of like giggle a little bit and like takes me away from my inner monologue to maybe think about the joke, this guy is like low key kind of a genius in some some regard. Like some kind of form of stand up comedy, but I just don't have the. I'd have to I'd have to wear a straight up V for Vendetta mask. I couldn't look at a room full of twenty so, of my just even friends and like so pretend when I, like I was killing it. I just <laughs> don't have the. That's so. Don't funny. have the confidence for it. <laughs> I really I like dude you, you got a you got a you got a, like a sixth sense going on and it definitely shows in your work like it I remember one day we were all frothing which is frisbee golf shout out to all Bang chains yeah. <laughs> Bang chains of the bros We're uh we're frisbee golfing and dude you're just like me and Brady are talking about his alter ego Jackie Daytona Ding 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 the Jackie greatest wrestler of all time Dude absolutely he he played for the Braves 1995 uh, one world his yes, only year yes. he played, he won the World Series. He did. Yeah, kicked off. He kind of had that fallout. He had the fallout. Is it like that Charlie year. Sheen movie, but with like a like a director's cut? Way shorter. Way shorter. <laughs> it was like imagine that movie, but ten minutes long. Check it out. He played for the Braves. Drafted first round. Uh, the one season he played as a pitcher, he kicked off, he got kicked off the Atlanta Braves after winning the championship for too much ketamine usage after throwing his arm out in the game five of the world championship. He's a wild card, bro. But everyone needs a wild card. card. Everyone needs a wild card. Everyone needs a wild card. But, so, Pierce, you're here now. What do you think the next couple steps are for you? Like, what's kind of the plan? So, I just got a intern from UK that's going to be helping me out. I'm going to be helping her start her own Hell clothing yeah. brand as well. My man over here. So My man over here who very excited used about to that. sell male lingerie <laughs> has a, who's 
photo on his sticker was him in a speedo <laughs> with a fucking dinosaur hat has a intern with a college credit at his business. I'm very excited about it. So uh, I just actually moved my studio into her place today and went over there for like four or five hours and taught her how to start using it all and stuff. So what do you mean? It's going to be cool. Uh, she, like she just literally has like no experience prior. So I literally taught her how to use the machine. Just okay. made random stuff, showed her how to do it, like let her ease so cool. into using it, doing some stuff. But yeah, it's going to be cool. So Pierce, let me ask you. So, what's some of your craziest, um, uh, some of your craziest festival stories? <sighs> Those are rated R. No, you Those know, are, are incriminating. What do you got? Uh, dude, it's literally just <laughs> whenever you go there, it's whatever you want to make it. It's seriously <laughs> like you do, life's you, a garden, it, baby. Yeah, you Dig literally it. can just get away with murder there. It's silly. Uh, we got our guy. Remember, we got him. We at got summer, him. at summer camp. Uh, my favorite festival or whatever, I remember a couple of years ago, we were walking around with giant, like, 90s just murder super soakers or whatever, spraying people. And, like, uh, we were all going to this show, and it was, like, me and six other people. We were all wearing wedding dresses that we had thrifted at Goodwills. God damn it. So we're just squatted out wearing <laughs> wedding dresses God with, like, just super soaker gats. And they start... Uh, <laughs> They, like, picked up my homie. Like, I just saw security snag him and, like, take his water gun. So I just passed it to some stranger and just kept walking. They're like, yo, where the fuck are you going? I was like, uh, I don't want that to happen to me. So <laughs> I just did that. And they, like, literally handcuffed me, threw me on the back of a golf cart while I'm in a wedding dress. And, like, drive past all my homies. Like, where are you going? I was like, I'll be back in, like, 30 minutes. I swear to God. And they drove me, like, a mile off site while I don't even have, like, a wristband and uh they said they had some report some lady like said that some dude dressed like a fairy squirted her in the face with a squirt gun i was like was she dreaming i'm not dressed like (laughs) i was like i'm not dressed like a fairy i know it doesn't look like because i'm in a wedding dress so i look like a fairy but i swear i literally had that for two minutes in my hand this like like 40 50 year old lady shows up just like with an eye patch on where she's got blunt force trauma from a skirt gun and they're like and they're like yo so is that the guy that's him right she's like nope different fairy i was like yes what music festival is this it was summer camp so they just let me off the golf cart. i was like yo so you just drove me like two miles away where the hell even am i like which way do i walk yeah and it's like pointed me back the direction sure enough showed up and so, met up with everybody again <laughs> so one one year we went to bonnaroo and we created a whole fake limo car to carry into Roo. like we had the straps on the car and everything I'm saying we, but my buddies did it. I was just a fucking, you know, meat sack to carry it in there. We carried this fucking limo. It's about the size of this table. We carried it over there. And we get there. We got all the way to the front. And the guy's like, yo, dude, you, we can't let you in here with this. <laughs> and we set it down because we're fucked up at the point. And we're like, yo, let's go into Rue. Like, fuck it. We'll leave it here. And the guy's like, yeah, I got it. We leave it there. Some drum motherfuckers took that fucking limo, dude, that we can made. Are you trying to stay in Lex with everything? Like, what do you... Yeah, I like doing it out of Kentucky. (coughs) 
I like doing it here. It's I can go anywhere else and do it. What's what is the accomplishment you want with Silky Boys? What's the end goal? That's the thing. I really don't have any extreme like end goal accomplishments. I just okay. am doing it because I love doing it, and I just see wherever it goes naturally. I mean, I definitely try to push things in certain directions, but I'm not in any rush to so be, be anywhere. And say one day you're not here. Like, what is what is something that you would want them? To pull from your name. You know what I mean? Because we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. That's how Jackson says. So, <laughs> like, the thing, like, from where it started is literally nothing. Like, and I'm already here. I'm already blessed where I'm at. And any further is just going to be even more blessed. But I'm yeah. not, like, in any stress to so you're not, make you're not it the one blow to... up at any pace. I'm cool right where I'm at. I'm literally making the stuff by myself and I'm as busy as I'd like to be for real. Yeah. I still like to have my time to enjoy doing what I like to do on top of it. There's every now and then where I do work like just stupid crazy for days in a row, but yeah. that's still therapeutic for me. It's not like it's a chore or anything. That's the right attitude on life. Yeah. You don't know when your last day is? Like if I sell one thing a day, it was completely triple worth my time. Like, and I know... The stuff I'm making is more or less stuff I found at Goodwill that was thrown away by somebody, and I'm going to make it into something that no one's going to ever just throw away. They're going to hold on to that shit for literally forever, give to someone else. Like, it's not going to just be some throwaway fashion stuff. It's going to, like, that's going to be... That's going to feel good, though. Yeah. It's got to feel good, man. It's cool. So, are you... Are you an emotional guy to where, like, when you see yourself getting bought, does it still blow your mind now? Like, still to this day? Like, because I feel like, dude, yeah, still. I, I see your shit going off the fucking racks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I literally went to this pop-up in Knoxville last week, and uh, I brought, like, a bunch of stuff. I already had cut out and surged, just sewed it on the spot. I probably sold, like, six of the seven sweatshirts I sold. Fuck yeah, or sewn on the Fuck spot. Yeah. Like, at the show. And that was Dude, you're doing it. Yeah, so Is that not crazy? It's it's awesome. And to think that you did this with a sewing machine you didn't know how to fucking use. Exactly. Does that ever blow your mind? Yeah. You it know does. what I mean? Find your niche and honestly it was all my friends support me at first, straight up and then So don't be afraid to like, you know, tell your friends. You yeah, know? exactly. It was all them support me at first and now it's just literally random strangers hit me up and friends are still getting stuff, like so I mean, it's good to get get your name out there and have your friends hit up other friends. Just, like, get a variety of people. Like, I have so many people that I've literally never met, don't know, come up to me and, like, have my stuff. That It's weird. Does it still blow your yeah, mind a little bit? Yeah, it's still, it's still cool. You're the next, it's all fresh. You're the next Versace. <laughs> Silky Wolf. All over Versace. The next Dochi Cabana. So, do you have any, like, kind of people that you look up to, like... Do you still do you look at the fashion like the fashion industry as a whole, or do you just? I mean, I literally that's like the only thing I watch is runway fashion shows and stuff. I don't. I'm not really into. I'm not into making high fashion or anything, but I can appreciate it and still get ideas from it. Honestly, like most of the people I look up to are just random people I find on Instagram that make crazy shit that I'm sweating over all day. Like, I even personally know a bunch of people that. We just geek over each other's stuff every single day. Like, 
So so down the line then, what what would be your goal if you ended up being something you know? Honestly, I just want to help other people like start their own visions with their own clothing brands and stuff. That's why I've had a bunch of people I've given sewing lessons to just for free, literally like like yo, can I get a sewing lesson? I have a machine, don't know how to use it. Like yeah, bet smoke me out, make me dinner. Like don't give me, <laughs> don't give me money. I'll teach you how to do this. And then they like get to the end of it, like, yeah, this was fun and all, but I didn't know it was gonna take four hours. So I was like, yeah, I know you didn't like so. Well, guess what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a handful of people that have done stuff with it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely want to inspire other people to do their own thing with it. People want to be a part of, and that's what it's all about. Man, I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. So Pierce, do you even remember the time? We all, for Bruce's bachelor party, tripped mushroom tea and went to Mambo Jacks. Yeah, dude, that was an incredible time. That was such a good time. I think we were each a fifth of Jaeger deep and an eighth of mushroom tea. Just heinous. Just should not have been in public. We should not. Remember that we played laser tag? I was straight up like truck sticking children in laser tag. (laughs) We had a team of like 10-year-olds. We're walking in, they're like, oh, yeah, it's like Call of Duty. They all picking out the cool names. We're in their trip and balls going over. about to spank these little kids. <laughs> these kids have no chance. We walk in going Delta 4-2, Roger. We got two enemy south, Roger, <laughs> 6 o'clock. There's Charlie <laughs> fucking everywhere. <laughs> Charlie's everywhere. Yeah. Yankee, Oscar, Lima, Oscar, reporting for duty. I mean, not long. We were a team. We were a unit. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Yeah, we destroyed <laughs> these kids. I mean, these kids had no chance. I remember when I went in there, that was some of the best sober fun I had in a long time. <laughs> sober fun? <laughs> we were not sober that day. Or may not to admit it. Oh, we did everything in that place with those little kids. That See, sounds really bad, actually. Was it? it was Bruce's? It was Bruce's bachelor, bachelor party. party. That's your brother. That's my brother. Yeah. And a grown-ass yeah, man for his bachelor party. He's like, let's just do a fuck ton well, of shrooms okay. and go to Malibu Jacks. <laughs> that was actually my choice because he's a very simple man. <laughs> Yeah, Brady planned the bachelor party. I planned it. I, I showed it to his house at like 9 30, 10 in the morning in that whole scene. And I walked in with a fucking a 40 ounce of, I think it was like a Miller Light. And I was like, pick up, bitch. And I threw it at him. And he looked at me and said, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't wake up back up until like 11 30. <laughs> I'm just chilling downstairs with his dogs going, oh, this is the worst bachelor party ever. <laughs> Well, you showed up at 9.30 in the morning. Well, that's the, like the tradition, right? A bachelor party. <laughs> I don't think, I don't what think tradition so. Are you getting I think you need all the sleep you can get for that. <laughs> yeah, I was there. You drink early, right? <laughs> it's 9.30. So we can go to sleep by 7. So do you know Bruce well, Pierce? Yes. <laughs> One of a con. I, I, I tell you what, the, the Wilson brothers are fucking breed. One of, a, one of a kind. We're rare. My favorite now that he's got a kid, he's like, yeah, man, I'm sick and tired. I get an Amber Alert every time I go try to pick up my kids from school. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Blaze. Yeah. No one's taking Blaze, dog. Who's this 50-year-old fucking lumberjack trying to take this child? <laughs> <laughs> that guy has the hair. Pennywise the clown. <laughs> so, so yeah, let's, uh, you, you're a free agent out there for all the girls listening? The three? The three? <laughs> He's not a man or look at him. He's a he's a special specimen that needs to be treated like a king, like a yeah. rare unicorn. You find what, out in the what, what majestic Brady, forest. What Brady said. <laughs> yeah, 
Is that too much? I'm sorry. No, I like a griffin. Y'all, you're way better than a griffin. Those are pussy animals. <laughs> I can think of 13 better animals. Let's hear six of them. Griffin. Yeah, but you oh. have an ophthalmologist. You're six of them. An ophthalmologist? <laughs> I'm better than those. Uh, do you want six? Yeah. A Libra? <laughs> Off the rip. A Liger? A Kraken. Kraken's pretty good. Kraken's pretty good. Well, you interrupted your sneeze. Now <laughs> Shut the fuck up. A Minotaur? No, it's not better. Min- <laughs> Keep going. It's worth three more. Minotaur's way better. Um, a Jamie Fox. Jamie okay. uh, That's that's what? way stronger than it. Way stronger than all those actually. What? Yeah. A mermaid. A mermaids are. So, um, as we kind of start wrapping up all this stuff, what's um, what do you got going on? Uh, we you know we kind of talked about you're going to Florida. Yeah, we got the Brainquility Festival. I'll be doing uh, Midwest Massive and Louisville every few weeks. Uh, it's a drum and bass event in Louisville. Uh, we're going to be popping up more at Lexington House Massive whenever it starts getting warm and stuff outside. And where's that again? Horse and Jockey downtown in Lexington. Horse and Jockey, Lexington, Kentucky. Is it still going by horse? Is it still Yeah, horse? it's still at Horse and Jockey. Okay. Yeah. And then, Is that uh, at the upstairs or downstairs? Uh, it's downstairs. It's uh, upstairs in the summer. Dope. But, and then I'll be applying to a bunch more festivals and be posting when I'm going to be getting into those and which ones I get into here recently. What would you tell for all the people that are possibly kind of doing their own thing? They're kind of like you. What would you give them the last little bit of advice? Just go balls deep and pursue it, dude. I promise if you want you it bad enough, it's going to happen. Just uh, by the way, uh, I want you to know the one saying balls deep is wearing the brightest Carhartt I've ever seen in my life. Just pink starburst with the pink it. hair it looks like the backside of my tongue it is vibrant <laughs> as hell and my man we're all gonna... pink on the inside it's like being pink <laughs> on the outside <laughs> right i can i can truly say silky boys for me personally kind of been like an inspiration to me because i remember when he first started out with this stuff and like the word it's become now is truly impressive like it's convinced me like you know i can go out and do my own thing too and you know maybe quit working crazy corporate hour work weeks to you know just being happy chasing the dream man Hustle and grind with everybody being happy. Well, Brady, that that kind of brought you to a serendipity yeah. moment. Too, M- money, right? money's not everything, man. I walked nope. away. From, I had to walk away from a really good paying job to find having a life again. Well, and you know, like side note, and that we can put this in later. But to whoever's listening, I want you to know that like you're you're putting this in your car, you're putting this in your your headphones, and you're literally listening to people that you may know or may not know or even not know that well, but. You're putting as a part of your routine, and we don't take that for granted. Everyone's got a very similar story, and that everyone's got a story to where you may be able to relate to. If that makes sense, you know. Damn, you and, got deep respect. Um, I appreciate every you know, listener. Pierce out here, and Pierce, thanks for your time, man. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> Pierce, give them the fucking details for uh, if they want to find some product. Go find some product. Holler at me on Instagram at Silky Boys for customs and such in the latter. Uh, I post all the time when I'm going to be having pop-ups locally, out of state, going to be going to festivals a bunch, so let's look out for it. Hell Hell yeah. yeah. You heard it here. If you need any info, we will tag his account to our podcast on Instagram and our Twitter feed. And um, if you want to find some good-ass clothing that makes you feel like who you need to be in the moment to where you need to shine, 
Silky Boys joined us with the badass Pierce here. So don't be a fool. Put on some clothes that makes you feel like you're the fucking golden child of the party. Hit them up. Let's have a good time. Everyone stay static out there. Stay stuck with us. Let's fucking get it. Best part about Silky Boys is I have winter and summer clothes from them. <laughs> That's what the That's whole the best part. Yeah. I have shorts. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Come on.